Hi, and welcome to today's short little episode on how to show up to your workouts. I'm going to share with you my five-step framework that I use to help myself show up to my workouts and to help my clients show up to their workouts. A lot of you listening are really busy and you have all the best intentions in the world to work out. However, it can be really difficult to actually get to show up to your workouts when they when you're just trying to shoehorn it in into your already busy week. I promise you, if you give the pre-workout stuff a little bit of thought, you're going to make the actual workout a lot easier. I encourage you to think of your workout as the last step in your workout um, instead of the first step. Sometimes when we think of the workout as the first and only step, we don't think of anything else that's going to help us show up to the workout. However, if we think of the workout as the final step in the process, I promise you it's going to help you show up to your workouts much more easily and smoothly with ease and flow. That's what it's all about, isn't it? And you know that lovely analogy of the axe and the tree? That to cut down a tree, sharpen your axe for five hours, and then it takes like the hour at the end to cut the tree. That's exactly the way I want you to think of your workouts. The workouts are the final step in the process, and everything becomes a lot more easy when you do this. Okay, so this is for you if you are struggling with your workouts, you're struggling to show up to your workouts, you're really inconsistent, you feel like you never have the time to exercise, and you, you just go round in loops. You, you, you might work out for a couple of weeks, then something throws you off, then you get back on track, and your head is just wrecked by this, and you wish you could work out consistently, which is, of course, the coolest exercise habit that you could have in the world because it makes you feel so good and when you feel so good you're coming at your life with such a better feeling and approach and mindset instead of approaching everything in your day from an unhealthy sluggish tired feeling you approach everything in your day with an energy with a vibrancy you feel productive, calm, energetic. You've got a massive dopamine hit. Your endorphins are flowing. It's, it's wonderful. And you do make healthier choices. You naturally do get to bed earlier. You want to sleep earlier. You want to make healthier food choices. You want to drink more water Everything starts to flow when you work out consistently for 30 minutes, three times a week. And it mightn't happen overnight. It mightn't happen for, I mean, you'll feel amazing straight away, but you might notice the other better choices that you start to make after a couple of weeks. Of course, you're going to start the exercise and you're going to feel unfit and you might sleep very well um, because you might be getting off the midweek snacking and the alcohol. So you're going to have these toxins floating around, which is going to probably lead you to feel restless and uncomfortable. Of course, of course that's going to happen. That might happen for the first couple of weeks and then you're going to feel amazing. So without further ado, let's get stuck into step number one, and that is to organize your space. It's really important that when you're working out, you have a designated space. You don't want to be exercising in the main thoroughfare of the house. You don't want to be exercising where your whole family can see you 
and they are asking you questions and bombarding you. I want you to associate your workouts with time for yourself, your me time. And if you can do that, if there if there is a space in the house that that even just minimizes the amount of times people go through, brilliant. Somewhere a little bit peaceful, as peaceful as you can. You want to associate as many good feelings as possible with your workouts. And if it's an absolute afterthought and you're winging the mat down on the hall and the dogs and the kids or whoever's living with you is just traipsing over and back, making it really uncomfortable for you, in a way it's almost giving you an excuse to say, oh, it's not working. So be careful what you are putting up with and go get that designated space in your house and and, and let it be as quiet as possible. Of course, for some of you, the quietest space in the house is still going to be busy, but the quietest space in the house is what you want. You only need a little bit of space when you're working out from home. Also, you want to make sure your equipment is easily accessible. So you don't want to have your equipment miles out in the back garden if you go and work out in the kitchen, for example. It's just another barrier to you exercising. Ideally, you want to have your equipment even somewhere just hidden away in the kitchen would be amazing. So it's workout time. You pull out your mat, you pull out your weights, you pull out your step, you're ready. As opposed to, oh, I'm supposed to be working out in five minutes. My equipment is all the way upstairs, tucked away in a cupboard and I couldn't be bothered. Remove the barriers. Have a good space to exercise, a consistent good space and have your equipment there. Step number two is to make sure you have equipment. It's only so long you can improvise and wing it. You want to respect your workouts and give it the respect that it deserves. And the more equipment you have, the more fun it's going to be for you and the better you're going to feel. So go get the mini band, go get the long looped band, go and invest in a step and go and get a set of weights. And I promise you your workouts will be loads of fun. You'll have a nice space to work out in the quietest places possible. You'll have nice bits of equipment that you can um, purchase over time. Think of that as opposed to the main thoroughfare of the house, using tins of beans, just constantly forgetting to buy equipment. Like the mini bands and the long looped bands, they make your workouts so much fun. And they make the workouts actually a little bit harder for your muscles. So you just sweat more and you feel amazing. So it's, it's really, really good. Well worth investing in equipment if you have the intention to work out for the rest of your life. Step number three is to ideally feel nice. Feel nice. Now, this was an important one for me. It mightn't be an important one for you, but I just got a couple of nice sets of workout gear. It just made me look forward to my workout more. And you know what else it helped me do? It helped me be able to leave the house straight away after my workout if I needed to. So before I didn't, I don't know, I just, I didn't invest in myself, I suppose. I didn't really allow myself to get nice things. So I used to just throw on my oldest t-shirt with a pair of gross leggings that are for 10 years old that I'd gotten in pennies and the elastic had been out and just this crappy pair of runners and I would go and do my workout. But it always meant that I had to quickly get changed afterwards if I needed to run anywhere. And again, just more barriers. Oh, I can't work out now because I have to go and collect the kids. I can't work out now. I have to go do the shopping. Whereas if you actually just have a couple, one or two nice pieces in your wardrobe, I can't believe I said pieces, um, 
you feel nice, you turn up to your workout, you feel lovely in your workout gear, and then if you have to, you can throw your coat on and leg it out of the house. It's, it just makes life so much easier. Um, step number four is to schedule time for your workouts. I am crazy about this step. This is just such an important step. What many of us do is we just try to shoehorn in the workouts, and I promise you that never works long term. What you want to do is get up your Google calendar, get up your work calendar, whatever calendar that you follow on a daily basis and put your three times a week workout time there as non-negotiable me time. It's really, really important that it gets on your calendar as an appointment, as an appointment and you don't move it. That's the thing. Too many of us move our workouts because we can. Just because you can doesn't mean that you have to. Don't. Which brings me on to step number five, the last step, have boundaries. When you've boundaried everything up, you're not going to move around your workout times. This was me a few years ago. Okay, I I like to work out at 3 p.m. on a Monday, Wednesday and a Friday. Joe would call, my husband would call at three o'clock, five to three, and I'd answer the phone and I would stay on the phone. Well, actually, maybe not Joe, maybe not Joe, because... Well, maybe yes, Joe, if I wanted an excuse to not work out. But no, Joe, if, if, I, if I was in the zone and I wanted to work out, I'd say to Joe, call me back. So not Joe, somebody else, okay? A family member. If the phone rang and I didn't want to speak to them, I would answer the phone and speak to them for as long as they wanted to speak to me for. That is me having no boundaries. If um, the kids said to me at five to three, can we go to the park, please? I would probably have said, yes, no problem, let's go, sure, I'll do my workout later. That is me having no boundaries. That is me, again, um, putting somebody's needs in front of my own. If your boss asks you to do an appointment at 7.30 a.m. on a Tuesday morning and that's when you do your workout, practice saying, I actually have an appointment at that time, would 8.30 or 9 a.m. work for you instead? Bang. That is you boundarying up. That is you having a boundary. It's five to eight, your workout's scheduled at eight, your phone rings, you don't answer. That is you having a boundary. You do your workout, you call the person back. Now, you might need help with boundaries initially, like not checking your emails, turning your phone on airplane mode. But putting your workout time in your calendar will help for you to be, for it to become a boundary and boundary it up because you'll see it on your calendar and you'll start to practice saying no to people. You'll start to practice saying, I'm, and initially you might be like, oh, I'm so sorry. That's the way I used to do. Oh God, I'm so sorry. Is there any chance? Now I just say, no, I'm not free at that time. Is there, you know, what, what else works for you? <laughs> okay, so there are my five steps. Number one, sort your space out. Number two, sort your equipment out. Number three, sort your workout gear out. Number four, schedule in your workouts on your calendar three times a week for 30 minutes in non-movable times. Number five, boundary yourself up. Practice having boundaries. Practice saying, no, that doesn't work for me. What about this? And some extra little tips before I go. Minimize the time spent thinking about your workouts. And the way to do that is to compartmentalize it. Only think about your workouts five minutes before you have to do them. And the tips that I gave you about boundaries and scheduling time allows you to not think about it for the rest of the day. Too many of us spend all day long thinking about our workouts. We're never going to keep up with workouts if we're eight and a half hours thinking of it and a half an hour of doing it and we're turning it into a nine hour workout. You're never going to stay consistent like that. 
Because when you stop working out, you're, you're leaving yourself of nine hours of thought. So be careful of that one. Allow yourself to show up cranky. Sometimes I think we go, oh, I'm not really feeling it. So that means I shouldn't work out. No, practice saying, no, we don't do that anymore. We don't do, we don't say later, we do now. We don't do that anymore. We do it now. It's okay to be cranky when you work out. It's okay to not be in the mood. It's okay for it to be the last thing you want to do. That doesn't mean that you don't go ahead and do it. You go ahead and do it anyway. Go slow. Another common misconception is that you need to be out of breath. No, you don't. You can go as slow as you like, as steady as you like, as cranky as you like. You get your workout done. Okay? Okay, well, I hope you found this podcast episode helpful. Some free resources for you. My five steps to unleashing your fitness and calm. JessicaCook.ie forward slash unleash. A toolkit designed to help you with this exact thing to get organized to structure your week. Go to jessicacook.ie forward slash toolkit. And if you want to subscribe to my free newsletter, go to jessicacook.ie forward slash newsletter. Thank you so, so much for listening. If you know anybody that struggles to show up to their workouts, send them on this podcast episode. I would be forever grateful. Thank you so much and bye.